You're listening to the awesome Podcast Network. This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now, your host, Trey Harris. You don't seem to want to accept the fact that you're dealing with an expert in guerrilla warfare. Are you telling me that 200 men against your boy is a no-win situation for us? You send that many, don't forget one thing. A good supply of body bags. Sylvester Stallone. This time, he's fighting for his life. First blood. Hope you brought body bags for your eardrums, because they're about to be murdered by this episode (laughs) of 80s Revisited. Of course, I'm one of your hosts, Trey Harris. With me, as apparently is now usual, my lovely wife, Autumn Harris. I'm here. And of course, our loyal producer, our own Colonel Trotman, Jesse Sedgley. Yes, I am. And today, our hundred... And seventh episode? <sighs> Feels like forever. Feels like forever. The actual number is Not like, what it's, 112. Yeah, yeah, it's way different. I just don't count the... the <laughs> you no, count the movies. Our 107th. And actually, Movie. I must correct last episode because I said 107th for the last one. But that's because uh, I wrote my notes for First Blood before I wrote my notes uh, for Cobra. So last dork. week was 106th movie. This is our 107th film. Gotcha. We covered on the podcast. First Blood. A.K.A. my own personal title, American Frankenstein. Why? We'll get into that in a second when we <laughs> dive into the depth of this film. All right. Released on October 22nd, 1982, IMDb 7.7, which huh. is pretty damn good for uh, good. IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes, 87% critics, wow. 85% audience. Safe to say it's a good movie. Bitches like it. Mm. Uh, budget was $14 million estimated, opened at 6.6. Domestically, it ended up grossing 47.2. Worldwide, $125 million. Guess they need a sequel. Mm. Reynolds, $22.9 million. So it made massive bank. They could have released it direct-to-video and it would have made its money back. So It's kind of sad. Like, with these older movies, you can say, like, rental gross or whatever. And, like, new movies, you can't. It's VOD now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you still get, basically, video rentals, in a sense. Redbox... Uh, when you rent it, you know, to her, you know, there's that's well, like still, Netflix but that's gonna still go has away. Their rental and stuff, right? It's all broken Netflix up, though, yeah. but eventually, Netflix doesn't have rental anymore. Oh, you mean like with the, they have oh, their DVD disc? service, yeah, yeah, where you get the disc, right? One that's basically a rental, yeah, basically. But I mean, I don't who has that anymore? <laughs> I mean, when it, when, it, when it first came out, it was cutting edge. I mean, I, right. I remember working that system. Oh, I got two movies in a day. Guess what? I'm watching tonight, these yeah. two the next day, out to the box, flags up, yep. You know, get like 50 movies a month with the old school Netflix. People just don't rent movies anymore, really. Well, yeah, because there's no fucking video stores. Yeah. <laughs> there know. is a Blockbuster still in Opelousas. And there's still one really? in South Park. Yeah. It's privately owned. So, those so it's still... like a vintage record store only for yeah. movies. Right See, the that, that's how it'll survive. Oh, and, my and God. That we very... should have kept all of our VHSs, and then we could have like a, a store like that where nobody comes in, no, but it's like <laughs> no. cool. We can just sit and like, oh, you'd love it because you, you'd be like the John Cusack, like the and you shit hipster. on everything yes. and everybody that walks in. Precisely. 
Love that. You should uh, just take a portion of your store video rental service. <laughs> yeah. You could sit there the whole time chewing yeah. gum and We're reading magazines. We're never getting rid of any DVDs because in like another five years. <laughs> oh, yeah, we years, are because that takes up uh, way too much space. Yeah, but then we can never have our store. No, no, <laughs> D- DVD, no VHS is the, is the one that you'd have to do because that's the lost art. Right the lost now, art of the VHS in five cover. Years mm. it'll be DVDs. No, no, it, it's not and the we same. We have yeah. our hipster it's store. It's not the same because here's why it's different. Because when you look at VHS covers, they're like painted. They're very artistic. Most a lot of them usually because uh, especially the Disney ones with the big I mean, old look at this first shell. blood. Yeah, I mean that's a painting. You know, now if that came that's, out today, it'd be the real picture with the Photoshop. You know, heads above them with all their names above it, like. To me, that's the like VHS still looks awesome to me. When you look at look at how awesome these VHS well, covers are. Well, they look like movie posters. They yeah. wanted them to look like actual DVD movie posters. and all those shit doesn't. Yeah, but they're all painted, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, that's kind of cool. That was one of the funnest parts for me as a kid. My parents would drop me off at the video store, and I would just look at the covers, and I would I would judge <laughs> the movie if I wanted to watch it based off just again. the cover. <laughs> exactly. Get out. What is he doing? He's been in that that uh, the adult section for way too long. <laughs> Like when I was a kid, we didn't even do Blockbuster. We did Alfalfa Video. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah, I there was there. a pet store right around the corner too. In mm-hmm. The same shop. I went center. to the one off of uh, Sherwood. Yep. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Sherwood uh, yeah. and uh, Old Hammond. Yeah, that's we drove there. Yeah. Yeah. It was a. It's a time that our children and anybody born in the past ten years <sighs> will never experience, ever. But uh, just Google VHS covers and you will see exactly what we're talking about. Look yeah, at that one. That was awesome. I, th- I love. The fucking look of a VHS box, like it's a, it's nostalgia, so but also it's just like it was so cool. And apparently, this was cheap. It's Having so... someone commissioned to paint this was cheaper than computer animation at that point. Yeah, you know, even, when they, a, even when they had a real picture, it was oh, still that's awesome. Not the original. <laughs> yeah, because there's that's not a penis fake. in the castle. Yeah, it's the same castle. It's just not as big. Oh, they, the R now covers penis. the cock. <laughs> You're just so what. Not. I'm sorry. It looks. It clearly resembles a penis. In that whole, that, you know, whether the urban legend's true or not. It's if you not. look, it, fine. That's fine. Oh, it, 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 it's not true. Um, my point is, it still doesn't change the fact that it looks like a fucking cock. It's a spire. Yeah, that looks like a cock. <laughs> Jesse, please it's Google that shit so she can. We can make sure she does not deny that it looks like a penis. Phallic. Little mermaid. Little mermaid. <laughs> when we go deep web here, we gotta be careful. <laughs> That's okay, and children. I know. Yeah. I had that yeah. cover. Yeah, I know. It's a spire, but you know what it also really looks like? A penis. Looks okay. like they intended to hide that in there. Yeah. Okay. Whether you believe it or not, it's... It, I it, don't. It's a penis. It looks like a penis. <laughs> but anyway. Whatever. It's too dark around the edges. Let's stop like talking that. about dicks. This Let's is talk you. About this other this is what dick. happens when you talk. No, you were you, no. I'm saying it because you're refusing to believe that <laughs> that go. doesn't look like a penis. The dress is black and blue, Autumn, and that is a penis. All right. No, no. Hashtag no, 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 no. 80s revisited. Penis yes or penis no? <laughs> black and blue penis or white and gold penis? Yeah, we're a month behind, but it doesn't matter. But anyway, first blood. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know, I'm there's, not sure a, what's I know there's a segue there. I can't think of it in time. That's why I was laughing. Uh, directed by Ted Kotchett. He also uh, directed the original Fun with Dick and Jane. There uh, it is. <laughs> Dick and Jane. Yeah. <laughs> and also Weekend at Bernie's, the first one, not the lackluster sequel. Uh, written by Michael Corzall, William Sackheim, 
and Stallone. And it was all, of course, this was actually based on a novel, much like last week's movie, uh, Cobra. This one was based on a book by David Morrell. This book was actually the same title as the movie First Blood, whereas the one last week. Did he get credit for writing yeah, this one? No, he didn't ask at this point. And actually, there's a good reason for that, which we'll get to once we get into the, the behind-the-scenes stuff. In his on-screen debut, as far as a character goes, John J. Rambo. Of course, Stallone. Rocky 1 through 4, Bob. Well, you know who Stallone is. You listen to this podcast. I wonder mm-hmm. what his middle name is. I'm sure they have it somewhere. Wikipedia. You know, Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> it's John. John John, John, John Rambo. John Rambo. <laughs> but uh, while we're doing that, uh, Colonel Trotman, played by the late, great Richard Crenna. James. Of course, uh, Rambo 1 and 2. Uh, Leviathan, and also, most importantly, Hot Shots Part D, which was a parody of Rambo 2, Ram- or excuse me, Rambo First Blood Part 2. Uh, Tiesel uh, was played by uh, Brian Dennehy, who I honestly thought he was dead. He's still alive. Because <laughs> I mean, you look at him in this movie, he's, got, he's like Steve Martin. He's always had gray hair. Mm-hmm. He's always looked like an old man. He's still kicking. Richard Crenn has passed on, but he's still alive. Uh, of course, Brian Dennehy, Cocoon 1 and 2, FX. Uh, he was... Uh, he always that, plays a dick. I don't think he's usually, ever had a likable role. Uh, you know, yes, he does. He was the father in Tommy Boy. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, but also he was, uh, I remember, the. if somebody said, name me a line, Brian Denny, he says, I can always remember, the, the one line I can remember that he says is from, he was, in, he was uh, the, uh, not the king, but the head Montague in Boz Lerman's Romeo and Juliet. No, I'm sorry, Capulet. Because he goes, hand me thy longsword, ho, and he grabs uh, the shotgun yeah. off that. the car. No, no, I, no, 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 his wife grabbed it yeah, tell and Montague. handed it to him. Okay, whatever, but I remember that Bitch. because I'm watch, uh, I went on a date with a foreign exchange student to that movie. Weird. It was a double date. But, uh, of course we, it was. It was, and I, I can prove it. By no, I mean, like, I believe you, yeah. of course it was. But anyway, we wanted to go, it was, a, it, it, uh, Romeo, Boz Lerman's Roman Juliet opened the same night as Star Trek First Contact. I wanted to go see Star Trek First Contact. Of course you did. Of course the girls who went didn't want to go see it. So like, okay, what, well, what else is playing? Romeo and Juliet. They knew what was playing. I'm sure they did. <laughs> DiCaprio. And you're like, oh, let's go see that. Like, okay. And then like, I'm sitting there, you know, I'm not having a bad time, but then that line happens and I just die laughing when he grabs a <laughs> shotgun. But then, then, but at that I point, I mean, I was an infant, but I no, watched you were it not. later. No, you were not. <laughs> and you were in like I sixth like grade, drawing writing hearts of heart Leo DiCaprio, and you're you probably had a, a notebook with a picture of him on it from this movie. Six, yeah, no, I was, I was a an freshman. Infant. No, you were twelve. No, 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 I was like she was, was twelve. Like she was born nineteen eighty four. No, I was, I was like four years old. <laughs> I will post a picture of your license to the Facebook page. <laughs> like fuck you, will. I gotta. <laughs> I'll do it from my phone right now. I thought yeah. of Brian Dennehy was a South Park movie. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Brian Boitana's Yeah. Song. Someone say Brian Dennehy? No. Who the fuck's Brian Dennehy? <laughs> <laughs> so true. But anyway. Uh, Bye. <laughs> also starring Jack Starrd. He was Galt. Uh, he was also in Blazing Saddles. Uh, there's not about many big names. There's some big names in this, but there's there's a lot of characters in this film. Uh, but uh, anyway, the reason I mentioned him because he's the asshole. He's the real main asshole that basically beats okay. the shit out of Rainbow and then falls out of a helicopter. Spoiler. Uh, starring a very young David Caruso as Mitch. Of course, CSI, uh, Session 9, a great horror movie if you haven't seen it. Suspense. Thriller. Taking off his glasses. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was actually glassless in this film. Oh, wow. 
Except maybe one scene, I think they all had glasses when they got out of the car, and then they didn't. There's no scene of him taking them off, and the Who yeah. immediately. There's blaring. absolutely no the Who in this movie, <laughs> which is good because I think it would have upset the, the balance of the film. But uh, also, it'd be weird in a in a uh, not a almost a, a featured extra role practically. Bruce Greenwood was guardsman number six. Uh, you would know him, honey, as Captain Pike from the Star Trek reboots. Don't call Jesse, honey. He really doesn't like it. I like it. <laughs> It's awkward for me. Don't be jealous. Or as you say, jelly. Don't be jelly. That I'm. It's a little awkward for me. I we'll, think your we'll listeners get, would agree. Get used to it. <laughs> They're used to it. You listen to the podcast, you'd get, be used to it too. All right. I would recognize him as what? Captain Pike from the Star Trek reboots. Oh, yeah. You know, your father. No, no, no. I know. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. You sure? Oh, yeah. Okay. What happens to him in the second one? He dies. Okay. Just making sure you're... Prove me wrong. Good job. It's it's recorded. But anyway, Rambo. Very, very familiar with those movies. Yeah, I know. First Blood. Had you ever seen it before? We watched it the other night. Yes, but probably not all through. Like, probably not all in one sitting, and not all the way through. Mm-hmm. I've seen bits and pieces a lot, but I don't think I've ever sat down and like watched it. Watched it. Mm-hmm. Jesse, I'm sure you've seen it at least once. I feel like I have, yeah. When I was watching the trailer, it's been a while, but yeah, those scenes look familiar. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, first... uh, I like how your answer is like, eh, probably. Well, yeah, (laughs) it's true. (laughs) But, uh... Some reason I remember the the clip, when he was hanging off the cliff, I I remember that scene. Because, again, TBS... Although, cliffhanger... No, I never (laughs) saw that. (laughs) A little bit... You no, really never saw Cliff? No, I did. Because I say it's great. It's an awesome movie. <laughs> but anyway. Same kind of premise, you know, he's on a no, cliff. No, it's a completely different premise. Off on the side where there's, there's, a, there's a, a mountain. Yeah. And on, like he has a, a raccoon. They both have mountains. There's a bitch. He loses the bitch. No, that's that's from Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> Part two. Yeah. That's why no, he's... No, 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 no. The animal is Ace Ventura, but like the saying, losing the, the bitch, that that's Cliffhanger. Yes, yes. There's a woman and she dies. Spoiler. Spoiler, you're going to at the beginning of the movie. Oh, it's called Cliffhanger. Come on. Yeah, because you're on the edge of your seat. Will she die? Will she live? What's the lone saver? Oh, she dies. She dies. She dies. I'm sorry to all our listeners out there. <laughs> but anyway, First Blood. Uh, of course, I first saw this movie, much like most people, on TBS. But also... What like, is it with TBS? No, TB... They're the superstation. Bam. <laughs> Drop the mic well, and get the fuck out the room, Jesse. Now all they play is reruns of network television. Of Andy Griffith and other stuff. <laughs> Not but even that. They play super. like Friends. They play like... Hey, those Friends Big episodes Bang. aren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> they don't no, play movies anymore. But back in the day, one of the best parts about of the weekend being a kid in the 80s was watching uh, TBS or TNT or USA... Like, what, what block of movies are they going to play Friday and Saturday night into the wee hours of the morning? It was always know. 80s action movies or horror movies and all that kind of stuff. It was a highlight of your weekend as a child. Hmm. If you grew up in the 80s and were cool, unlike, you know, I'm sure you don't know. No, I was an infant the uh-huh. whole time. Yeah, yeah. You were, you're still an infant. Okay. Oh. Yeah, whatever. No. Moving on. <laughs> but anyway. But I think uh, a lot of, most people, especially that grew up, a child of the 80s, more than likely... Also saw part two before they saw part one. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I know I did because I, I was familiar with like, oh, like why isn't you know when I, as a kid watching First Blood, it's like when's he gonna like start blowing shit up? Which he does in the when end. When does he start but, flying? So most, uh, but the 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 big contrast is kind of like a a good analogy for First Blood and Rainbow First Blood Part Two is pretty much Alien Aliens. Okay. Same series, but First Blood is a drama. It's pretty. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a dark, fucking well, film. 
going into it, I thought it was going to be like, you know, like a shoot 'em up action explosions and bombs and blah, blah, blah. And it's really not. It's really dramatic and it's kind of depressing. Yeah, it's very depressing. That's what I'm saying. Like, the first Alien is not yeah. an action film, it is a horror movie. And then first Aliens Blood, is an action movie. The first end of Blood first Part Blood 2. really resonated, like, with our troops now. Yeah. What's. You know? Like, it's. Well, it's a similar thing really because... It's depressing. It's kind of sad. Well, of course, if you haven't seen First of all, you don't need the subtext to it. He's a Vietnam vet. Yeah. And, you know, when when, our, when the troops came home from World War II or the Korean War, <laughs> ticker tape parade and all that stuff, tying yellow ribbons around the old oak trees, all that kind of shit. I when think our, you do that when they're dead. No, because Cameron Poe yeah. says it in Con Air, which I was quoting, because he told her, <laughs> he told his little mockingbird to tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree because his boy's coming home. Coming home forever. Huh. <laughs> you tie a different... I know, I know what you're saying. There is something, but I don't think it's yellow. Ah. What did Dave Chappelle say in that movie? <laughs> Man, is he, I know he, he said some very racist things to the Native Americans sitting next to him, and then he told him to go f- to fuck himself. Then he got squeezed. Yeah. What was his right. eight ball? Uh, oh, pinball. His name was... Pin- was pin- it? It was <laughs> pinball. It's pinball, because he's like, that's what happened to pinball. Cut him loose, dead weight. Yeah. <laughs> I could quote fucking Con Air. Obviously. <laughs> no, Pinball, yeah. Con Air is fucking awesome. Okay. It, you're a liar if you say it ain't. Okay. I ain't saying it's a great movie, but All it's right. just an awesome movie. Okay. And uh, real quick aside, most people are like, oh, Face Off is so awesome. Nah, man. Con Air is so much better than Face Off. I don't know if anybody's really going to like make that argument. Yes, that yes, people will. Awesome. Yes, yes. Is that the movie where John Cusack gets shot in the throat with an arrow? <laughs> no, that came later. <laughs> <laughs> John Cusack. But anyway, yeah, the f- first blood, if you, especially you're know, growing up as a kid and then watching Rambo and like, you know, then getting, because when I was a kid and when we were all kids, excuse me, not all of them, but she's an internal infant. Uh-huh. You know, one of the. Back I, in 1972. No, this is 1982. All right. Uh, anyway, but one of the Walmart used to sell, you know, uh, realistic M16s. And mm-hmm. other weapons that, you know, they looked real, except they had an orange tip. Huh. And, uh, you know, you'd pull the trigger and it'd make the grrr, grrr, grrr. Yeah, yeah. And believe me, me and my brother Do went through... Do you mean gratata? Gratata! <laughs> uh, you know, the, the classic 80s Uzis, we had all those, and we went through, like, so many of them, because you'd always end up breaking the tip when uh. you're running, and you're, you break... The M16, you'd always break the barrel. You have to go get a new one. Of course, you'd use it as, like, a little... SMG without the barrel, but you know it's not as fun. Right. What? So anyway, so you know, you're from a kid watching Rambo: First Blood Part Two, to run sitting watching it with your little fake Uzi, and then you know getting hyped up for because you're watching it as a kid, watching like TV most kids with your do. Fake Uzi, you know, mm-hmm. Sunday yeah. morning. I'm sorry, listeners, but Gun my wife hand. was never a child <laughs> to experience not that kind. She, she had to be that kid, like you know, where you know, kids, kid, like uh, like Perry Crystal's kid or Mike and Kristen's, you know, like. Like, he walks around with his Iron Man suit on, pretends he's Iron Man. Like, as kids, I did that all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. I can you see Autumn. You still do that. Autumn, know who Autumn is? Autumn, as a kid, was Angelica from Rugrats. Yeah. Yeah. We're all having fun, like, being children. And she's like, babies. you guys are dumb. Fucking yeah. babies. Babies. And she's a baby, too. It's like She's not a baby. No, you're like <laughs> that. That You'd be that that uh, character in our group. I'm sorry your childhood sucked. I had a great childhood. but I It doesn't was- sound like it from what you're saying. I was a tiny adult. That's not a great childhood, sweetie. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> Apparently so. But anyway, and then as a kid, when you watch First Blood, it's just like, 
you're almost traumatized. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Because, <laughs> you know, cause when you're, uh, obviously, you know, it's Rainbow First Blood Part 2. I always wondered as a kid, like, why is he in prison? I guess, he, I guess he's so awesome, he has to get a prisoner. You know, because mm. a kid, you're rationalizing it because you don't know. You don't read into the subjects or you don't pay attention to every word that's said. Or you, you don't just... let your kids watch Rambo movies. No, <laughs> baby. I'm the man I am today. The loving husband does everything for you. Got you all these presents for anniversary, Valentine's, all these this other stuff. These people don't need to know all this stuff. Yeah, they do. They need to, it needs to be on record, all the shit I've done for you uh, <laughs> and all that. Because of fucking John Rambo and John Matrix and John McClane. Because I watched these films. Who is John Matrix? You keep saying this name. Command- <laughs> <laughs> Commando? Nope. I, 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 I really screwed up right there. I should have said, what movie do you think he's from? Yeah. Because I think not you would... The I, Matrix. No, I think you would have said The Matrix. No, I know it's not The Matrix. <laughs> Before he's called Neo, he's called John Matrix. John Matrix. <laughs> we purposely taught her wrong as a joke. <laughs> and anybody out there who knows what movie I just quoted, I you do. get like a million awesome podcast network points. Mm, Again, nope. Three seconds answer. Three, two, Kung Pao. Bam. I knew Jesse had my back. But anyway, about... You know, I don't think I like that movie. I don't think you've seen it, because you apparently haven't no, seen no, no, any no, no, martial no. arts movies no, no, no. except Dragon Blade. There were two so around the same time. That were supposed to be like funny kung fu movies, and one was really bad, and one was really good. Uh, the only one I know that's meant to be a spoof was Kung Pao. Yeah, it was all voiceover from an old. They took movie. an old like, and it's it's actually technically a pretty awesome achievement. There was something <laughs> yeah. around the same time that was. Bad. Are you thinking of like Kung Fu Hustle or some shit? Because that's not a bad movie. That, yeah, I was gonna say that's not uh, bad. It's silly, and what she would define as silly, Shaolin but it's not. Soccer. <laughs> Although Stephen John movies are pretty good. Yeah. Okay, if they came out around the same time, I thought one was good and one was terrible. Um, <laughs> no, Kung Fu Hustle came out way after that, I thought. Yeah, I mean, I honestly can't think. One was really Two, silly oh, and one that was good. That wasn't too far after. No, you know what? Do some research. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Get back to us, babe. Fuck yourselves. I don't know. If I could, I wouldn't need you. <laughs> That's just a joke that we say. That's, Do we? That's, that's what we yeah. say. Yeah, because you always go, go fuck yourself. I'm like, well, if I did, I wouldn't need you. Eh, I don't think that's a joke. It's okay. a reference. It's a comeback. God, whatever. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a really good Yo, one. Yo, so cool. Keep talking. I feel like I'm out in fucking Neverland, and she's fucking Rufio over here with her You. With her badass. wish I was Rufio, you little pervert. Yeah, because that means you fucking die at the end of the movie. It's because you're a pedophile, and you like little Asian boys. Who are we talking about? Wow, this got, like, this <laughs> went from, like, you know, no, good-natured ribbing to flat-out, like, with the, venom. With the mohawk? Oh, what movie are we talking about? Hook. Hook. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, because Rufio's okay. a dick. I gotcha. And, you know, everybody that's... How do we get on hook? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. All right. Anybody who's actually paying attention uh, to no my one. voice and not Autumn's drunkenness after her second glass of wine, because we all know... She, well, I that's know that third. she can... Third glass of wine. She's <laughs> gone. So don't pay attention to her. And she's, she's not at the point where she's fun drunk anymore. She's kind of getting to that point where, like, eh, eh. I was an adult baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still am an adult baby. <laughs> Basically. Anyway, that back. That was my walk-in. Uh, right. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, not really. I'll I'm kidding. I'll give you $5 to say it again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, go ahead. Okay. That was a reference to off-air conversation. <laughs> yes. Oh, am I not About supposed to do that? No, <laughs> no, that's, no, that's the point of this thing. Hey. To just talk and see where the organic conversation goes. All right. Yep. And apparently with you, it went straight to me liking Asian boys for some reason, which was exceptionally weird. Because you do. Oh, really? What's your evidence? Rufio posters. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I mean, really? Rufio posters? How gay is that? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, baby. 
right. So where are we at? I don't know. I'm still <laughs> trying to think of where you saw Rufio Poster at so I can then buy one to add to my collection. Uh-huh. There's like one in existence. Oh, God. Look, he's jerking off. How what? is he jerking off with his hands at his side? I meant you. <laughs> you know what? You know, let me, let me, let me let, I know you're drunk, so you're not really understanding, understanding spatial awareness right now, but when you're looking at a screen mm-hmm. and then you say, oh, he's jerking off, you're not talking about me. Oh, no, I was looking at you. No, you weren't. You just didn't see me looking at you. Because oh, well, oh, you had your eyes no, glued on the no, computer. No, you do have that drunk thing where your eyes start to drift, but you think you're staring straight ahead. All right, where are we at? Anyway, I don't know where we're at now. I just want to go home. And beat you like with the phone books like we normally do. Oh god! But anyway, uh, first blood, blah blah. It's a dark movie. It you know, is. The whole conversation's ruined from all that. I'm sorry. No, you're not sorry. You aren't jerking it to Rufio. I don't know. Okay, we leave that behind. And you bring it up again. <laughs> all right, let's go. If anybody, the fat black kid's the one that you should jerk off to because that kid's adorable. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> that was just meant to be funny. It wasn't. It actually came out really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like, why does it matter if he's black? Oh, if I just said the kid, let me, let me, okay, if I just said the kid in the movie, no, if you who said am the, I talking if about? If you said the fat kid, I would know exactly who you were talking about. I wouldn't. There is a fat white kid, I'm sure. No. If you if you, if you watch every Lost no. Boy, I'm sure there's a chubby. Mm-mm. Otherwise, the movie's exceptionally, like, you know, portraying black people in a bad way, because the only black person in the movie's fat. No, there's several black children in the movie. There's one fat kid in the movie, and he happens to that be looks like two of them right here. Hmm? No? Neither one of those is the fat kid. Thud is his name. Thank you very much. Are you sure? Yeah. You want to put money on it? Because they say thud. Of course like, I don't want to put money on it. Because you'd lose. Hook. It's a great movie. I love it. So that was Hook Revisited. All right. So. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie, by the way, so you watch, should watch around Christmas time. Definitely. Anyway, and also, speaking of Christmas movies, uh, as we found out upon watching oh, First Blood, yeah. the town's decorated for Christmas, yep. and there's oh, a Santa geez. Claus billboard at the end. Yep. First Blood is technically a Christmas movie as it takes place, obviously, during the month of December. Hmm. Unless they just left all that shit up after Christmas. They well, might be the lazy. The movie came out October 22nd, so... In the yeah, town, like, in the town, it's it decorated filmed. for Christmas. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I don't know. But it counts. Christmas lights, Christmas movie. That's how it works. Yeah, that's all you need. But anyway, mm-hmm. Rambo is dark. Rambo 2 is an action movie. Bottom line. Okay. Okay. Because I know I'm all flustered and sweating from all this discussion of all these little boys. Anyway, uh, uh, when Rambo's first pursued into the wilderness, he comes across like some garbage, basically, and there's a canvas that he pulls down, and he fashions it into like a, uh, not a duster, uh, what's that Mexican garment called? A poncho. Poncho. Thank you very much. Uh, I took Spanish. Yeah, I didn't, so that's why I asked you. Uh, anyway, that was an actual piece of canvas they found in the woods. Location and Stallone still has it to this day as a prop. Mm. Uh, in the scene where he's escaping the police station, there's a guard where he, he kind of comes around the corner and kind of it's kind of badly shot because he doesn't really look like he kicks him hard but like sweeps him and then like uh, while on the ground he does a takedown and elbows him in the face. He actually did hit the stuntman and broke his nose. Oh wow. And that stuntman, you can tell it's him for the rest of the film because he has a band aid over his nose <laughs> for the rest of the film. Well, it wasn't because even a stuntman, it was the actor, right? No, Stallone broke his nose when he... I know, I know, Stallone I know. broke the stuntman's nose. I thought he broke the actor's nose because the actor in every scene he's no, in that still dude's, has the No, that dude's just a stuntman. Like, that, that guy is a, is a stuntman and he's doing the part because he has, like, two lines in the whole movie. Okay, so he is the actor, but he's also a stuntman. I mean, what is a stuntman but an actor that gets beat up? Yeah, because they're on film, too. Yeah, some of them even speak. Uh, 
In fact, uh, stand-ins are not. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, but um, Death Proof, Uma Thurman's stunt woman, mm-hmm. uh, Zoe, something is her name, but she's the main character in Death Proof because, and she plays a stunt woman in it. But she's like she's not an actress; she's just a stunt woman that Tarantino hmm. wanted to like do more with her because she was so good. Sorry, Belle. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was Belle, but then I was like, I, I, committed I, I guess I was thinking committed to it, thinking about Kristen Bell for some reason. Yeah, but she was Thurman's stunt double in uh, Kill Bill, and she's kind of prettier than well, Thurman. Yeah. yeah, she's still doing stunts. Yeah, that's that kind is of her thing. job. Yeah, but well, I mean, she's I also she basically trans- had roles. Yeah. Uh, but let me see where else. Uh, this is pretty interesting, like because remember we talked about last week how in Cobra Stallone had pretty much the, an ego that entered the room yeah. a week before he did. Well, First Blood was his first non-Rocky movie that didn't bomb. Hmm. So basically, First Blood saved his career, and then of course after First Blood, you get Rocky he sequels. A superhero. Yeah, yeah, basically, and pretty much you know brought him to super high. You know, saved his career, brought him higher. Uh, this is pretty interesting. Stallone actually hated the first cut of this film so much that he tried to buy the film back from the studio and destroy it. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> he didn't like it. Uh, well, the, he wasn't able to do that, so he suggested to the producers cut much of his part and let the rest of the characters kind of tell the story, which is what the final product is. He's not uh, Rambo's not really te- like doing any exposition or anything. He's just mm-hmm. existing he's and then... Then it's like the this time. guy's tearing up our town. Well, it's because he's a Green Beret and he's and he, I mm-hmm. trained him this way. You know, there, that's all progression of the story. It's nothing that Rambo's doing is progressing the story except setting up the uh, except for the, the incident, time he was the inciting incident. The cops. Well, the cops predict him too. Oh come on now! I I ain't saying you're wrong, babe. We had this discussion last night on the couch when you weren't drunk, and it was much more civil and very <laughs> a very good discussion. No, but anyway, go ahead, say your premise, like what we were talking about. Um. Okay. So. Rambo is just kind of a dick to the cops. And he's lucky. Choose well, your words carefully okay, right now. So he's, he's not lucky, but basically, if you cooperate with the cops, they're not going to treat you like you're a giant dick. Well, well in but this film, they treat him bad, period. They do. But your job is to cooperate with the police. Yes, that is, that is true. But when the cops are beating you in the back with a nightstick... Well, that all happened as a result of him being a dick to the cops. That happened at all. He, aside from what he did to get arrested, as in walk back into the town, yeah, was basically he refused to have his fingerprints taken. I, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not just. To I, yes, I'm not. Dis- listen to me. I'm not disagreeing with you. You can be arrested. Yes. For not yes. cooperating. He's yes. He's resisting. He's yes. resisted arrest. Yes. He's resisting yes again. Yes all again. Procedures. Yes. No one's disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that they they drew first blood. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Because he was being a standoffish dick. He all he it, it, he should have listened. I'm not dis listen to me. I'm not disagreeing with that. But all he did was not was not want to get his finger. He didn't want to do his fingerprints. And Fine. Then he didn't no, want to well, bathe. And then he didn't no, want to shave. No, they didn't. They didn't give him the option. They. Of course they didn't. He was being a dick. No, you're saying he's the villain. No, <laughs> Galt is the villain because Galt's the one antagonizing him and beating him. He should have listened. No one's disagreeing with that, Autumn. I'm just saying that what Don't what you use my name. Yes. Oh, your real name. <laughs> I'm sorry, Damien. <laughs> uh, no, but basically, nothing that he did warranted the brutality that was put on him. Is all I'm saying. He did do wrong. He should have just do the fucking fingerprints, go before the judge in the morning, and you know go about your way. Exactly. Yes, he should have done. No one's disagreeing with that. 
but also, he doesn't get his fingerprints, and then they beat the shit out of him. Vagrancy is illegal. Yes, that's why he was brought in. You're on Jeopardy. Why was Rambo arrested? Vagrancy. And also being a dick in general. No, They no. would never have asked for his ID if he wasn't being a cock. That is in the rule, the law book. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I would have They drew him. first blood. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Everyone knows that. It's called first blood. Well, you know, you Maybe it's ambiguous, Jesse. Yeah. It's left for you to decide. Freebies. But anyway. First blood. <laughs> I just think of Zach saying that. In the uh, commentary, uh, Stallone recalls that during filming where a girl in the town bar where they were filming it pretended to be a big fan of his to get him in order to entice him to buy drinks for her and her friends. Stallone didn't do it, but he remembered it, and that's why in Rocky Balboa, there's that scene where he's in a bar as Rocky, and the woman pretends to be his fan to get say, won't you buy some drinks for me and my friends? He based that. That actually was a base on a real incident that happened during the filming of this movie. Hmm. That's how it goes. Girls trying to get free drinks out of Stallone. I guess In real she, life. I'm maybe sure that's she, all they did. Maybe if she looked like mm. Brigitte, Wilson, uh, Brigitte Nielsen, would have gotten more than a drink. Worked on Flavor Flav. No, that's true. That's strangely enough. But uh, the uh, Richard Crenna's character of Colonel Trotman was actually named, his first name Samuel, which I'm not sure, I don't believe they say in the movie. But in the book, he's named, you know, he's, his name is fully revealed. But uh, the author named him Samuel because Uncle Sam. Because Uncle Sam created Rambo, the mm, soldier, yeah. John Rambo. Which brings me back to why I said another title for the film could be American Frankenstein. Because look at the structure of this film, especially with the original ending. Mm. It's, it is the story of Frankenstein. Good point. Yeah, remember there's only like 21 plots to any movie, and this is Frankenstein. <laughs> yep. First blood is Frankenstein. Wait, first f f f Frankenstein? <laughs> If you rearrange that the letters. Is alliteration. No, but anyway, the original ending. Uh, <laughs> the original ending we were just speaking of, you've seen on YouTube, uh, Rambo makes Trotman kill him. Which, spoiler, mm-hmm. if you haven't read Frankenstein, they both die, but in this version, in this version, this retelling of the story, base, uh, the monster dies, so to speak. Yeah. The creator kills the monster. Regardless, the creator kills the monster. Just not at an expense of his own. This is before. Soldiers are being treated for PTSD. Yes, that that was not known at that point. In fact, you can tell because this movie was made in the 80s. And even even though the book, I believe, takes place in the early 70s, 70s, I think. Mm -hmm. Because the woman in the beginning is sitting there bitching about how the military sprayed Agent Orange all over her husband. And that's why he got cancer and died. Which they didn't know that until this movie's out. So, Hmm. you know, it's it's a product of it. he says he died in Vietnam without even knowing it. Yeah. Wow! See what a good memory. That was a really except good for when quote. I say things. That was a good they get quote, twisted. and it was like really depressing. And then the ending happened, and it was even more depressing. But then, it, but then it's not depressing because there's Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Well, then he just becomes a. Although then, like the love interest dies, and he goes back. Yeah. Is turned back. Disgraced by the his difference is, again. I think this movie was actually trying to like had a point. You did, like, yeah. It had. An actual story to tell, and it was really sad and like really depressing. The second one, he comes back and he's basically like Superman with an Uzi. Yeah. Well, that's be- that's that's Rambo. Yeah. Like this is this is the original Rambo, but the one that is in pop cult in yeah. in culture right. is Rambo: First Blood Part Two. The one that gives him holding a rocket launcher, not him. Yeah. In a poncho in the woods. Just you know. trying to live. Like I'm, I didn't do this. I didn't do First Blood. I didn't First Blood. Um, I'm gonna also, say that like 18 times in this episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Count them up. It made me realize, like, hunting, it's awful. Because he's basically being hunted 
Yeah. I well, could never. Man is the most dangerous game, Autumn. Mm-hmm. I would not go hunting people or people? animals. Deer, that, rabbit, none of it. I don't know. Met. When in Rome. <laughs> I've been to Rome. And you I didn't shoot people? anyone. <laughs> well, then you did not experience Rome. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see the dark underbelly of Rome, the hard target of yeah. Rome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is out. Okay, we, you know, of course, when you're filming a movie, uh, well, this actually, let me phrase it. This ties into kind of what you were saying, just saying about how this one's so different from the first one. We kind of, yeah. the current thing we talked about. When they were filming the scene when Rambo is fleeing from the police station on the motorcycle and he gets to the mountains mm-hmm. and Brian Dennehy's you know, car crashes and Stallone wrecks the motorcycle and flees into the woods. When they first shot that car crash, it let me see if I can find the exact quote. Uh, first of all, the stuntman broke his back from the resulting crash. Uh, it's not the one seen in the film. But the one that they first shot was a 70-mile-per-hour first take that launched the car into a remarkable height on the ramp, assisted, uh, this is bad, I'm sorry, it was written, bad word, and I just copied it. But uh, the high jump and landing was reshot. Oh, oh, oh st- hold, scratch all that. Let me put this in English because this is written bad. Uh, basically, the first take was so action movie, ridiculous, like the height that the car went, the number uh, of times yeah. it flipped, and the f- even though it broke the dude's back, uh-huh. they didn't use that take and reshot it with a less steep ramp so the car didn't fly through the air. Jeez. And it was more believable. So the first take would have worked in the sequel, but not this. So the dude broke his back for nothing. I'm well, he sure got, he got, he got paid. paid. Well, he got, but it's like, you know what? You still like that to be like, that's the scene. Like, yeah. you know. No, I think once that check hits your bank account, you're like, all right. They probably handed him the real. <laughs> you can keep this. Yeah. We were going to throw it away. Put it in your portfolio. Uh, yeah, there you go. They <laughs> were like, what movie is this from? First Blood. That's not, uh, that's not from First Blood. Yeah. I've seen First Blood. That's not from First Blood Part matter. 2. Wow, amazing. Go show it to Michael Bay. Maybe he infatuated with it. Okay, pop quiz. Where does the name Rambo come from? Ooh, is it an acronym? No. Oh. If it was, what would it stand for? <laughs> really awesome man. Baby. <laughs> man, baby. Ow. <laughs> uh. Okay, really awesome man, baby. Ow. That's what the acronym. No, really Rambo awesome, is a variety of apple. That's where the name, the author just liked wow. the name. and Rambo apples? <laughs> like it's got a little bandana. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a machine gun. <laughs> and it rest- Googling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, oh, it's red. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Rambo is the name of two looks- apple varieties. Rambo. Summer Rambo. <laughs> I'll have a summer Rambo. <laughs> summer Rambo. So yeah. if you're on Jeopardy it's and there's French. a question. Rambor. I don't think anyone listening to this is going to be on Jeopardy. The origins you don't of know, Rambo Autumn. may date back to the American colony of New Sweden. What? <laughs> yeah, the New Sweden colony. <laughs> <laughs> when in 1637, Peter Gunners- Gunnarsson Rambo... A Swedish immigrant. He must have been a badass. Gunnarsson. Yeah, well, I mean, with a name like that, <laughs> right, Gunnarsson well, Rambo. I think Swedish chef is actually Chef Rambo. Hurdy gurdy, machine gun, hurdy birdy. Something like that. Peter Rambo, That's grandson of Gunnarsson Rambo. So he's basically the Swedish Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, these are incredible <laughs> apples. Bread and cheese island in Delaware. Can we visit bread and cheese? No, island? that sounds. <laughs> uh, again, I will quote Wayne's World. Delaware. 
I'm in Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> Silence, because you're in Delaware. But anyway, yeah, it's a, it's Rambo is named after an apple. Summer or winter? Great. Oh, it's squat shape, and it has a greenish-yellow skin. Hmm. Wikipedia, that Google if you want to see a picture. a lot like Stallone. Hmm. Crisp and mildly tart. Yeah. Now, uh, exactly. When David Morell was writing the book, the actual inspiration for the character of Rambo mm-hmm. is Audie Murphy. <laughs> First juice. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a great picture. Just Google Apple Rambo, and I'm sure it'll come up. Yeah. And you can see what we're laughing at right now. But uh, yeah, <laughs> the character of Rambo is based on Audie, the actor Audie Murphy. Uh, Spell it. A U D I E. Like the car. A U D I. Oh, it's yeah. different. Got it. There's some great apple art for Rambo <laughs> there apples. Really is. Just Google it. A lot of Rambo apples out there. But uh, Ollie Murphy won the Medal of Honor in, uh, I don't write all the history about it, but basically by he mounted a 50 caliber machine gun and single handedly held off hundreds of enemy yes, soldiers. Sir. Now, if that sounds familiar, that's because that's exactly what John Rambo does in Rambo. I know it's confusing. Yeah. Rambo is four. Part four is just Rambo. Ah, okay. Not rule which one? No. If someone says Rambo, it's four. Okay. Like when somebody says Star Wars, you don't need to say, oh, episode four? No, Star Wars is Star Wars. That yeah. Episode four is called Star Wars. If you said, yeah, I've seen Star Wars, that means you've seen uh, episode four, A New Hope. It's not episode, you, you, oh, you've seen Star Wars, episode four, A New Hope? The film's called Star Wars. So that's what I'm saying. First Blood is Rambo, no, Rambo one. Just Rambo. If, you, if someone said, yeah, you've seen Rambo, they should be referring to the 2000 whatever film it was. Okay. Uh, IMDb puts a new hope on it. Uh-huh. Of course we'll get, they do. Well, Everyone does. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The the original film poster original hanging in our right living here. room says Star Wars. Says it right there. Original title Star Wars. Bam, thank you, Jesse. <laughs> so, that was just a quick aside. But anyway, guess who was one of the first people considered for the role of John Rambo? Schwarzenegger. Star no. Wars. <laughs> Bruce <Willis>. Yes. <laughs> no. Gizmo. No. Real people. Although Gizmo did get to achieve his goal yes, of being Rambo in Gremlins 2. Uh, Al Pacino was oh. considered heavily for the role of John Rambo, That's but he turned weird. it down. No, here, here's why he turned it down. Because he wanted Rambo to be more of a madman. <laughs> I'm Rambo here! I'm gonna kill all these fucking cops! It's a terrible impression. Autumn. Find him on Fiverr. <laughs> when have we ever, when have we ever stated on this podcast that I do a good impression? The answer is never because you've never listened to it. Because (laughs) it just adds to the hilarity of a bad. No, it's no, it's better than a good impression. Mm -hmm. A bad impression because it makes people laugh. You know what's better than both? Not doing impressions. Oh God, your cynicism is so great. You live in (laughs) exactly. You know. (laughs) I did an impression once. It was like a desert in your mind. Uh, I did a Mark Wahlberg. Oh, really? Yeah, you laughed. Remember? No, I don't remember. Maybe you should refresh my memory and do it again. How did it feel to make people laugh? Well, I hated it all the time because I am fucking hilarious. Well, Prove it. Okay, then. Do your Mark Wahlberg impression. No. You should welcome others to allow themselves a chance to make people laugh. Yeah, but no. No. no I ch- mean, would you like all the comedy on your shoulders alone in this world? Because hmm. my the my knees are getting weak. <laughs> that sounds like a gr- copyright to 80s revisited. That sounds like a great like right movie. Me. No, com- sorry, it's all 80s revisited. I said it. So it's my like, intellectual like, uh, property. The Ricky, G- Ricky Gervais movie where only he can lie. Yeah. Where, like only he can tell a joke. Everybody else lives like autumn all their life, and then 
<laughs> and then she, of course, she people can't see it, but she struck a pose that was very like <laughs> Greek statue. Like what? I got he wakes jokes. up, and then all of a sudden he can make people laugh, and <laughs> no one's ever laughed before in this world. People think I'm funny. <laughs> I'll have you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I thought I thought this was really really awesome. And Autumn, you won't care because you don't play video games. Okay. A number of the sound bites from First Blood were lifted and used in the arcade version of Golden Axe. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I know. That's why you can just be quiet right now. Let let, let men talk. Uh, I'll hum. The two most notable, the two two of the main sounds from it, lightly, uh, was when uh, Galt falls off the helicopter. That sound is used in the game, the, like the scream. And then when David Caruso gets stabbed in the leg, his scream is also used in the game in the uh, arcade version. So all well, these are voices, or all oh, this is music. Bummer. But it's the arcade. It, it did specify the arcade version, so I'm not sure if oh, it carried over version. into uh, stop arcade. that. Yeah, that's not good for radio. I'm entertaining myself <laughs> while you talk about. Then go games. in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna entertain yourself like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a little different on the arcade. One. But yeah, arcade version. That's where you're looking. Now uh, we did mention the uh, how uh, the original ending for the movie's dark. Yes. Let me read you the original ending of the book that is as dark as the world Autumn lives in. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, this is just verbatim from Wikipedia, so it doesn't it's pretty miss anything. Heavy. It's It's really fucking, he- like, terrible. Uh, like, it's good, but it's heavy. It's, yeah, I mean, it's good, but it's like... Uh, it's, they, they, they did a good ending for the movie, and also because they it's were able to do sequels. It's not a feel-good ending. Yes, mm-hmm. we've established that. In a climactic ending in the town where his conflict with Tiesel began, Rambo was finally hunted down by Special Forces Captain Sam Trotman and Tiesel. Remember, uh, Tiesel is the Brian Denny character. Yeah. Uh, Tiesel, using his local knowledge, managed, manages to surprise Rambo and shoot him in the chest, which would never happen in the movie because <laughs> Rambo was too good. All right. But he, he himself is wounded in the stomach by a return shot, so they basically shoot each other in the chest. Mm. Uh, he then tries to pursue Rambo as he makes a final attempt to escape back to the, uh, out of the town. Both men are essentially dying at this point, but are driven by pride and a desire to justify their actions. Rambo, Rambo, having found a spot he feels comfortable in, prepares to commit suicide by detonating a stick of dynamite against his body. Hmm. However, he then sees Tiesel following his trail and decides that it would be more honorable to continue fighting and be killed by Tiesel's return fire. So basically, almost death by cop, so to speak, in modern terms. Like, it's better to go out that way than to kill yourself. Uh, Rambo fires at Tiesel and, to his surprise and disappointment, hits him... (laughs) So for a moment, he reflects on how he had missed his chance for a decent death because now he is too weak to fight, to light the fuse and detonate the dynamite. But then suddenly, he feels the explosion he had expected, but in the head, not from the, not from the stomach where the dynamite was placed. Rambo dies satisfied that he has come to a fitting end. Trotman returns to the dying Tiso and tells him that he has killed Rambo with his shotgun. Tiso relaxes, experiences a moment of affection for Rambo, and then dies succumbing to his wounds. So basically, everybody dies a horrible death except Troutman, who... In, who basically blows Stallone's head off with a shotgun. Yeah. So it later yeah. became a Tarantino movie. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Tarantino took that and like, hey, I can use it. This is my yeah. movie. Uh, so yeah, the book is, sorry to spoil the book for you, but the book is pretty, goes to a very dark place. Uh, the movie, definitely dark, but, you know, there is some light. So as minuscule as the light is, there's still something in there that where like, He's not dead, at least. Right. And neither is Tiesel. Uh, so, remember last week I said, what do you, the body count for Cobra was 52. What do you mm-hmm. think the body count for Rambo First Blood is? Any guesses? 14. 
Mm. What do you think the body count is? You just watched it last night. Six. One. One. One person dies in this movie. Minus the four. The on guy that. in the helicopter. Exactly. And it's not mm. e- it's basically an accidental death. <laughs> Nobody else dies. Now, a whole bunch of people get wounded by booby traps. I was doing the alternate version. At least two uh, yeah, At least. <laughs> and the original, with the original ending, at least two people die. <laughs> uh, Score-wise, to me, as far as like a movie, like a... Of course, when we look at movies from the 80s, uh, as bad as some... you. Know, you can you can look at a lot of movies in the eighties, and although you love them, they're not good. Mm-hmm. They're not well made, et cetera, et cetera. But they're still good movies. You love them, blah blah blah. Uh, this is a good movie, and for that, you know, it's not really nostalgia that I give this. Like, it's better now as an adult because then you see the theme of the movie, you see what the movie's like, the issues it's dealing with. Uh, today, I'd give it a nine. It's yeah. it's a good movie. Just it's truly a good movie that makes you think. Whereas part two is simply. Fuck yeah, America! Blow, blow up the Viet Cong. Get revenge for Vietnam. <laughs> ba- which basically is what Rainbow First Blood Part 2 is. Go listen to our episode on that one for that. Yeah. Autumn, you, you saw it. I think, I would say you liked it. What uh, animal would you give this? Uh, a honey badger, perhaps? In relation <laughs> yeah. to the, the Rambo character? Maybe like a raccoon. They're pretty quick. <laughs> okay, because he, he, he didn't kill anybody, so yeah. raccoons you know, usually don't kill. <laughs> Except Rocket Raccoon is scavenged. They just want to be left alone. Yeah, he try, they just try to get away. <laughs> Precisely. Just in the woods alone. Don't yep. sick your dogs on them. Don't shoot them. They'll so, fuck yep. you up. So I give it a nine. Autumn gives it a raccoon. <laughs> cool. In the real world. I again, approve of this. <laughs> this movie released October 22nd, 1982. I uh, was not even born. That, that is true. You are correct in saying that. Uh, two days before... John DeLorean, creator of, obviously, the DeLorean, the DeLorean. Mm-hmm. was arrested for selling cocaine to undercover FBI agents, and he was later found not guilty due to entrapment. Well, that guy had a great lawyer. Yeah. And this week, uh, for Back to the Future, we kind of talked a lot about recent movies last week, but this is our last Stallone film, so my top five films of Sylvester Stallone. Okay. Ooh. Number five. Are we guessing? No. Oh. I'm just building the suspense. <laughs> okay. Tango and Cash. Ah, see ya. I actually thought we were doing that one today. I did too. I want to save it. Where I can uh, do a, okay. a more of a segue into Russell stuff. I'll just some other stuff. I got you. I got you. I want to do. It will be done. Russell. You know him personally. He calls <laughs> yeah. you at home. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about Crow or Kurt? Because I'm on a first name basis with both yeah. of them. Well, if you were on a first name basis with Kurt Here Russell, we go because, you no. would call him Kurt and not yeah, Russell. But, yes, no, baby. You see, I was clarifying your statement because you just said Russell. So I added on to the ridiculousness of what we were going. I said Russell because yes. you said Russell. Ladies and gentlemen, she just doesn't get it. I call and Russell she has the Crow cutest look star. on her face right now. I call him God. <laughs> Rock God. <laughs> Actually, I call Nicolas Cage God. <laughs> Russell Crowe settles for Maximus or... Or uh, Javert. Name it. Yeah, Javert. Javert! <laughs> Have you seen the... It's a, uh, I, I look at Nine Gag a lot, and there was a, a few, maybe about a month ago, there was a big like wave of gifts with the Javert look in the scene from Les Mis where uh, he's looking out the window at uh, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. But anyway, the gifts were like... Uh, they would show like a mirror and like a, like from a scene from a movie... Where like there would be somebody peeking in, and they would show the Javert look in the gif. I don't know why this it became a, a basically a me, yeah Javert reaction gifs. I don't know how this became such a big meme for like a brief period in time, but there were some really fucking funny ones. 
<laughs> of Javert, like, loading. peeking in. I like the horizontal ones. <laughs> <laughs> but just Google it. You probably should find a couple. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, anyway, number four, I meant the earlier mentioned Cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. That movie is... Any movie where John Lithgow's a villain is a good movie. Mm. Footloose. There you go. Another great one. But John Lithgow is so underrated as a villain. Yep. Because he mainly did it in the 80s because a lot of his recent stuff is a lot of comedy or, you know, playing Matthew McConaughey's stepdad or uh, dead wife's dad. Bumbling or kind of the open. open. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) yeah. And also Michael Rooker. You haven't seen Cliffhanger in a while? He's the other protagonist in Cliffhanger. Huh. That's the first thing I remember seeing him in. Uh, number three would be Rambo 4, a.k.a. just Rambo. Uh, number two would be the this the topic of this podcast, First Blood. And number one, the best Stallone film, obviously, it has to be Rocky. Mm. There is its best picture of the year. It's one of the greatest films of all time and definitely Stallone's best. Great. Rocky Five, Got it. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> I trusted you. But uh, anyway, that does it. Rounding out Stallone, our uh, Stallone month here on 80s Revisited. Of course, there are still plenty of movies of Stallone's to do in the 80s. No, I'm mm. just glad it's over. Oh, we really? talk about some girly movies now. There's still this one. <laughs> that we meant to play last, last episode. Week. It's, it's better to go out on Stallone month with this. I'm just going to leave this going while yeah, you finish fine. Doug. I, I'm glad. I'm, I was hoping you would. And if you haven't seen Rhinestone, don't watch the movie, but Google Google this part just to see Stallone and what he's wearing. Why is Dolly Parton going like talks. this? <laughs> I like how Dolly's like, yep, good job. You're doing great. <laughs> Should have let his brother sing. The one thing his brother's better at is singing. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, where was that? Uh, don't forget you can email us, agevisit at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, the internet, at AwesomePods. Uh, AwesomePods, of course, multiple podcasts, Geekly Dose, Duo Tactics, Sailor Podcast, Why Don't You Know This, Pugsy Report, and as always, a big shout-out to our friends at Now vs. Nostalgia, and a little bit of extra shout-out to them this week, because they when they mentioned this movie that we're doing next week on their podcast, I was like, God, I haven't seen that movie since I was you know, six years old. I wonder if it, you know, oh, I need to watch it again. And that's why next week we're going downtown to Skid Row because I want to be a dentist as we cover Little Shop of Horrors. Cool. So, and I will say, if you haven't seen it in a long time, little teaser for next week, go watch it. And then come back next week as we talk about it. So until next week, everybody, (laughs) I am still Trey Harris, still married to... Do you think he banged Dolly Parton? (laughs) I'm sure he tried. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure he tried. Anyway, and you are... Your wife. Yeah, and <laughs> and and my producer. Yes, he said you Thank you very much, everybody. See you next week. We do first blood. Can you deal with the heat? Stay out!
show and more on facebook.com slash awesomepods and follow us on twitter at awesomepods.